Blog Talk Radio. Hey! Quiet on the set! It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Dubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Bam! Hola, and welcome to another exciting edition of IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. This is the J-Man, coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast. A man who will call you mommy if you want him to. The Matt Man, bitches. Anyone who meets Matt Man immediately feels sorry for his mom. Cheers! <laughs> Greetings! And welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio, on this glorious, glorious, <laughs> Sunny Mother's Day. How the hell are you, J-Man? Not bad. Not bad at all. It's been a kind of a, a rough week with the allergies, but we had a little bit of rain here late in the week. Seems to have settled things down a bit, temporarily. That's good. That's okay. good. We've got a nice day ahead of us today, mid-80s, sunny. Yeah. Oh, it should be. We're going to be right around 80 with some tea storms lurk lurking around in the area. Are they going to be widely scattered? They'll be widely scattered. Yes, they will. <laughs> that is a, the exact phrase they use. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, you got your scattered and you're widely scattered. Sometimes exactly. you're scattered, smothered, and covered. But, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> going to have some Waffle House thunderstorms. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of allergies, I woke up this morning. We had the windows open last night. I couldn't stop crying. Uh-huh. I wasn't really crying, but you oh were my feeling God. very emotional this morning. Huh? <laughs> no, the water just kept pouring out of my eyes, and I had all the goose poop in there, as we call <laughs> it up here in the Buckeye State. <laughs> Never heard that phrase. Well, now you have. Yeah, that's tough when you know. Leave the windows open at night. Yeah. Things get a little dewy when you do that. You know, does it feel a little wet in the morning? Feels a little damp. Feels a little damp. Yeah, a little damp. That's that's the rough thing about leaving the windows open during the night. You wake up and you just kind of feel damp. Not in a good way either. No. Not moist. Not moist. Not moist. Not damp. (laughs) Hate the dampness. <laughs> so how was your week, Matt? Anything exciting happen? <clears throat> Busy week at the beer mine, J Man. Oh well, not yesterday, but other than that, man. 
People are thirsty out there. A lot of beer rolling out the door at the beer mine this week. Well, it's it's uh, it's cookout season. It's barbecue season. It People is. getting the grills out. And you know, if you get, if you're if you're grilling, you're drinking beer too. Uh huh. If you're and grilling, you're chilling, and you can only chill right. if you got a frosty beer in your hand. Maybe uh, maybe a Miller Lite. Yeah, a Coors Light. A Coors. Coors goes well with Maters and Kern. Yeah. <laughs> Grilling and up some, some burgers and some brats. Mm-hmm. And maybe some jo- maybe some Johnsonville brats. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, good stuff right there. They should be a sponsor of the show. We love Johnsonville brats. Yeah, they should they send, send us some... They sent us t-shirts. I'm wearing my Johnsonville t-shirt right now, in fact. Are you really? They sent us. Oh, heck, yeah. So, shout out to Johnsonville. They should send us some yeah. of those cheddar brat burgers, grillers things. Oh, though, God, those too. are delicious. Oh, man. You just look at them and go, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. I want to I I have some personal time with you. <laughs> <laughs> the things I would like to do to you. <laughs> yeah. So everyone go out and get a Cheddarwurst Brat Burger for your mom today. She'd appreciate it. That's right. Make some, cook her up some brats on the grill, burgers, mm-hmm. what have you. <laughs> Tell you what, it was really it was... slow at the beer mine yesterday, J-Man. Oh, yeah? Weather was... Oh, God, the weather was lousy the first half of the day. Yeah. I bet I did as much business between 5.30 and 9 as I did from 11 to 5.30. Because they waited everybody just, the sun came out. <laughs> That's right. Everybody just kept looking out the window going, man, as soon as this crap stops, I'm going to the beer mine. Uh-huh. And I tried to fire up a cigarette at 5.28, and that was the last time I could do it. <laughs> well, you know, everybody needed to, you know, not just get Mother's Day supplies, but they 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 needed everything ready for uh, Championship Sunday in the English Premier League. Oh yeah, well, I was thinking about that. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <clears throat> it looks as though Manchester City has won the English Premier League title this year. Yeah, it's so. pretty exciting. Congrats to them. Yeah, that's great. And uh, congrats and shout out to the folks in the chat room. Oh, my God. That is a sexy-looking chat room today, baby. That's hot. Got several several guests. guests. Got Sue and then, of course, J-Man. Oh, yeah, baby. Our favorite Canadian, Miss mm-hmm. Jamie. Maybe we'll actually Jamie Licious. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. We, we might we might talk to her today if she's uh, she's willing. Because I know because I'm we know she's and she's <laughs> able. She's more than able. <laughs> Hell yeah! And for all you guests in that chat room. If you'd like to participate in the chat room, you know, talk, you know, holler at us, tell us we suck, whatever, you just go to oh, blogtalkradio.com 
and you can register. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your hosts. Exactly. Yep. And we'll be opening those phone lines for everyone, too. And then call in. They got a message for their mom. We'll deliver. You can call in at the <laughs> Mommy Hotline at 661-244-9852. Well, I got to tell you what happened to me at Walgreens this week, Matt. You're going to you're going to identify wait. with this. You're going to identify uh, closely with me. this. All right. So there's a dude in front of me in line and uh he's uh picking up a prescription for the for the little woman. I guess. And uh, it's uh, painkillers and antibiotics, so I assume he just beat the crap out of her. What? <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, so they, you With know, of course they, they ask. <laughs> yeah, probably so. So they ask you for the uh, the phone number of the person he's picking up uh, prescriptions for. So he has to whip out his cell phone, but it's not just any cell phone. It is a classic. 1998 flip phone, which he is carrying in his phone holster <laughs> on his belt. Of course. <laughs> like the cool kids did a decade ago. Uh-huh. Anyway, so he, gives the, he gives her the phone number, and then she tells him that, you know, with the insurance and whatever, that it's like $2.38. And he says, no problem. And he pulls out a handful of loose change, nickels, dimes, quarters, and lots oh and lots of pennies. And oh, boy. <laughs> lays it all uh. up there on the counter. And, <laughs> and the, and the girl working prepared. there. <laughs> yeah. The girl working there was pretty sure he couldn't count to 238 because she's like, I got it, sir. I got it. And she just starts counting out the money for him. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boy. So, I figured you'd enjoy that. I do. Well, you know what I enjoy most about that story, J-Man? That's an example of good customer service. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Staying cool, Instead staying of, calm. Oh, yeah. She was she was on top of it. She was ready to go. Yeah. You know, maybe he's a regular, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. she knew what was I'll coming. I'll tell you what. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, I demonstrated some excellent customer service at the beer mine yesterday. Ooh. <clears throat> Did you now? Yeah, slow day. Finally, this guy came in, you know, after the sun came out. And he said, could I have a six-pack of butt ice? And I said, I'm sorry. We don't carry that anymore. Didn't really sell very well here. Hmm. Well... I'm looking for, I haven't drank in 15 years, but I'm looking for something with a little punch to it. Because I just met this girl, and we've gone out a couple times, and I was looking for some, I won't say the word, but he was looking for a little something-something tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, I'll tell you what, I got the perfect thing for you. And since you're looking for sex... It's seven point three percent alcohol, and it's our and it makes sense since he's looking for sex, J man. It's the new Molson Triple X. <laughs> and that 
is the beer you drink when... (laughs) Now, I'm just going to let the part where, you know, a guy who hasn't drank in 15 years and you're just, you know, no problem, I'll enable you here. (laughs) Well, I don't think it was for him, man. The other part where he says... I'm looking to get some chick drunk and take advantage of her. Well, let me help you out, buddy. That's what I'm there for. You know, I don't ask questions when I'm at the beer mine. No, no, no. Hey, it's not your job Your job to judge people. You know, we got two open-ended garage doors. My morals go flying out no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Other than if can, someone's too drunk. Right. Well, you can only assume, well, and, and if they're underage. You're not going to tolerate that. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you don't make assumptions about people. He comes in, he's looking for a beer, you're just you're there to get him the beer. You're not there That's to right. preach to him or lecture to him. Lecture him no. Question his uh, his no. motives. That, that, how cynical would that be? Exactly. And on top of that, this guy was like 55 years old. He's driving a Buick. He's well-dressed. Seems like a normal man. And I tried to help him out because I don't think, I, I think drinking is not the only thing he hadn't done in 15 years. So, you know, got to help him out. <laughs> And besides, I just took the looking to take the edge off a little. Yeah. So. <laughs> and plus, we were really slow, so I was begging for every dollar I could get. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully, he uh, having a nice Mother's Day today. Well, well, I hope he is too, because I told him. Now, if you get laid tonight, you have to come back every week and buy a six-pack of this. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. Well, it's fun times right there. Yeah. He should have gotten his number so we could call him and <laughs> ask how it went. <laughs> Oh, let me tell you, Jay, I had a lot of people lined up to call them on Mother's Day so we, IWS Radio could wish them a happy Mother's Day. Oh, really? That'd be so much fun. Yeah, I thought so, too. Talk really? to my friend Tiffany. Anyway, Ooh. she's in Key West. Tiffany. And? They got phones well, in Key know, West. It, well, yeah, but I didn't want to interrupt that. I mean, you know, that was... You don't want to interrupt someone partying in Key West over the weekend. I guess. Well, she gets a pass on that. Okay. okay. We'll give Tiffany a pass. Yeah. Then I, you know, got a hold of Nurse Sherry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She's busy. She's going to be at her aunt's house. Too busy for us. Yeah, too busy for us. Yeah. All right. Even though we nearly put her on the jumbotron at Great American Ballpark, she's too busy for that. Yeah, we were there for her, weren't we? Yeah, we were. And then she last needed week, our man. Help. She needed our help. Yeah. We were there. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. when we need some help, she's not there. 
which is odd coming from a nurse. <laughs> a little bit. And then lastly, J-Man, oh, Miss Alicious. Mm-hmm. Miss Alicious. Mm-hmm. Her and her glazed muffins. Oh, man. I bet that's the most delicious glazed muffin ever. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. Um, <laughs> maybe my message to her was too late because I think it was on Thursday morning. <clears throat> yeah. Asking, asking if we could call her and wish her a happy Mother's Day. Being the nice, congenial people we are. Obviously. Well, I got a message from her at 12.15 last night. She said, can't you just call now? Er, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well. <laughs> so, of course, J-Man, I did. <laughs> and an hour and so ten minutes... Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, you did get to wish her a happy Mother's Day then. Well, I did, but an hour and ten minutes later at one twenty, at the end of the conversation, I said, can we call you tomorrow and wish you, or would have been today, can we call you and wish you a happy Mother's <laughs> Day? And she said, oh, I'll be taking a nap because I stayed up too late. Really? Yeah. Whole two hour nap, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well then. Another example of IWS radio giving and giving and everyone else taking and taking. Taking. Leaving us nothing but heartache. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Very unfortunate. And these are people, you know, live in the oh, same yeah. community, yeah. neighbors, oh, yeah. friends, long-time friends, Call Jamie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Friends of years, Not friends of tears. just some casual Facebook acquaintance. No, no. Hmm. That's unfortunate, man. That's a sad, sad yeah. situation. Yeah, it's a good thing but we all have do? mothers. Yeah, I don't know. We yeah. rely on our mothers. Yeah. Exactly. If you have one, which well, yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna you're gonna go see your mother this afternoon, aren't you? I am gonna go see mom this afternoon. Take her some rallies. There you go. At, yeah, at the cemetery. Yeah. Uh-huh. Put it on her little headstone there. Maybe a little shot of tequila. <laughs> Maybe a Bach beer. She always liked Bach beer. Ooh. There you go. Oh, yeah. Well, you China, know, she China was the German thing. part. Yeah, she was the German yeah. part of the family. The right. Nazi right. part of the family. <laughs> In fact, J-Man, she loved the Irish, but sometimes her German really came out. And um, she would scold me once in a while. Ooh. Well, moms have to do that, I guess. Yeah. And it would always sound something like this. 
I don't understand you. I really don't. I have nothing better to do at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I go out for a quart of milk. I come home and find my son treating his body like it was an amusement park. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is an amusement park. Well, there was a Vogue magazine laying around, and no one was home. <laughs> <laughs> and I was 16 and curious, you know? Yeah, then there was Peggy Lipton right there in Vogue magazine. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Uh, yeah. Too bad you didn't get your hands on that Cosmo. Hot stuff right there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so I'll take her out some lunch and talk to her. I'm not going to talk to the people next to her, like Dad and Vince and John. <laughs> you know, it's not Mother's Day. I'll talk to them some other time. I right, talk to right. Bill, but he, but he's in Virginia, so talk to him <laughs> some other time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's nice that you've got, you know, family all there close together. Exactly. How about you? Any big plans for Mother's Day? Nah. No. No, the J Mom the J Mom's just not a not a not a fan. She doesn't think Mother's Day is really uh she thinks it's stupid. Really? Yeah. Thinks it's just <laughs> stupid. So yeah, not gonna do anything. Are you what, are you gonna uh, are you gonna call up your uh, baby mama? Wish her happy birthday or happy Mother's Day? I might. We'll we'll see how the show goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still debating whether that's a good idea or not. <laughs> uh-huh. It well, seems yeah, really can... funny in theory. <laughs> 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 well, maybe you can do a little Google image search for Happy Mother's Day e-cards and email her one, just to you know, yeah, just to let her know you're there and you care. I'm, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> maybe you can uh, ask her how your son's doing. <laughs> yeah, I could. See if he's still alive, or if she's still alive. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So have you talked to our kid lately? How's he doing? <laughs> no, I'm sure she's still alive. She'll only live to be 110. Uh-huh. Well, the semester should Sitting be about the over, porch, right? wagging the finger at everyone. <laughs> Scolding neighborhood kids. Scolding, Yeah. <laughs> So the uh, the semester should be about over for Rhino, right? Well, Same yeah, semester. I wanted to find out about that, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I guess. And the cat in the <laughs> It'd be nice to know if he's Perhaps get along in his old hood. See if he's got a girlfriend. Just see what's going on. Yeah. 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 these things happen. <laughs> so it's uh, it's little... Mother's Day. Oh, no. Oh, it is Mother's Day. 
No, no. Oh, we celebrated Mother's Day here a little early. Um, oh, really? In the bag one. Yeah. Thursday when I was off, I called <laughs> Schmoop Mommy all day long. <laughs> I bet that didn't get old at all. <laughs> no. I couldn't tell if she was angrier or disturbed. I couldn't tell which emotion was coming through more. <laughs> Does she consider herself Corky's mommy? <laughs> no. 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 We make fun oh. of pet <clears throat> parents. Pet parents? Pet mommies? Pet daddies? Yes. Yes. And their, their babies? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. After all, all day calling um, Schmoop mommy. She sent me to bed without dinner. <laughs> you mean you passed out? <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, Matt, did you know Uh-oh. that Mother's Day, created by Anna Jarvis in 1908, Became an official holiday in 1914. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take long before Anna became completely disgusted by the commercialization of Mother's Day and wanted it right. revoked. Yep, I knew that. Well, yeah, Hallmark wasn't having any of it, though. They're like, no. Now I know. We, got, no. we got cards to sell. We got, we got wonderful little... I love you, Mom. Sayings from the Tammy Tibbles of the world. <laughs> oh boy, to we go got out. a big Tammy Tibbles coming up today. <laughs> yeah, I but saw J-Man. that. The... But J Man. But J Man. Oh. Guess who sauntered into the chat room? Uh oh. Uh oh. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody dance. Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Rock me, Jesse Ferg. Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Rock me, Jesse Ferg. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesse says that he created Mother's Day to celebrate all the moms he, he's been with. Well, I was <laughs> going to say, now that he's entered the chat room, in the chat room there are a lot of hot mamas. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're in there. The moms in the chat room are all just fanning themselves going, ooh, who is that sexy man right there? Who is that beast? Who is that milf slayer? <laughs> but uh, anyway, believe, before... Uh, believe, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, um, wasn't the lady who started Mother's Day, wasn't she from Cleveland? Yes, she was. Uh, that's what I thought. And uh, before her... So there were other there were uh, regional you know Mother's Day type things. There was one in West By God, Virginia, 
back in the 1870s, which was created to teach mothers how to care for their kids. It was a Mother's Day work clubs. Uh-huh. And they also, they were also committed to world peace. So there's that. Really? In West Virginia? Yeah. In West Virginia, of all places, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so, you know, Mother's Day been around a long time. Oh, yeah. Kind of a big day for some people, not so big for others. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think <laughs> the thing to do, Matt, would be to kick off this Mother's Day celebration with a message from the Reverend Moneymaker to kind of set the tone. Oh, kind of like a nice invocation. Yeah, and and uh, regular listeners, if there are any, might uh, <laughs> might recognize this because Reverend Moneymaker is kind of like a college professor with tenure. He just does the same lecture over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> no reason to change it up on Mother's Day, you know. So here's a Mother's Day classic, a Mother's Day IWS classic or whatever from the Reverend Moneymaker. <laughs> Hallelujah, and welcome, my friends. This is the Reverend Richard Moneymaker with Better Know Your Bible on IWS Radio. This week, we celebrate Mother's Day all across America. We thank our mothers, our grandmothers, and our baby mamas for all they've done for us and all they continue to do and all the sacrifices they've made. But what does God say about women and their role in society. Well, I've picked out a couple of passages from the Bible for you to ponder this week. In 1 Timothy, the Bible tells us, But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but be in silence. In 1 Corinthians, we find something similar. Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it's not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. Finally, in Deuteronomy, we are commanded that woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. That means no power pantsuits, ladies. So there you have it. My fellow Christians, God demands that women hush up, put on a a sexy dress, and submit gracefully to her man. And, And God does mean her man. The Lord is clear on that one. Happy Mother's Day out there to all the mommies. And be sure to join us again next Sunday at the first Full Gospel Holiness Mega Church of the Christian God, when our featured speaker will be hip hop star Chris Brown. He will deliver his new sermon, Let Ariel Castro Tell His Side of the Story. It's going to be beautiful. For IWS Radio, this is Reverend Moneymaker. God bless America. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com.
I had forgotten about the Chris Brown part. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you may want to listen to him first before you... <laughs> might, might want to have edited that up a little bit. <laughs> next, next year. Because Chris Brown's currently in the pokey, so he won't be available <laughs> this year. <laughs> I know what I find funny is... Um, with all the uh, respectful silence in those verses, was it Chinese guys who wrote some of uh, Timothy's Gospels? Well, <laughs> you know, that is that is part of the charm of the Asian lady. They know to to be quiet and that's right. You know, respectful. Defer to defer to the husband. Walk that's a few right. steps behind him. You know, at least in public. <laughs> Right. <laughs> While they're banging a round eye in private. <laughs> All right. So, but anyway, thanks to Reverend Moneymaker. Hopefully he's not, you know, getting bombed here this afternoon. Yes. All right. <clears throat> So here's something that was interesting this week I saw, Matt. What's that? This, this, this pertains to Mother's Day and mothers and all that stuff. Our uh, our good friend, uh, uh, hippie chick, uh, Shailene Woodley, who, uh, uh-huh. who brought us a few extra views and clicks on the old, uh, on oh, the old yeah, website, which you can see at yeah. com. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week she was quoted when asked, you know, because she, you know she's a hippie chick and you know, she's all into, you know, Mother Earth stuff and whatever. She was asked if she was a feminist, and she says, I'm not a feminist because I don't hate men. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, that didn't go over well. Oh, boy. <laughs> With some of the uh, militant feminist crowd out there. Yeah, but, I can imagine. Anyway, I appreciated the comment. Mhm. So. Sorry, Jay, man. I had a sausage ball in my mouth. But why did you do that? It's supposed to be. I was hungry. You know, hosting a, hosting a popular uh, <laughs> internet radio show for our vast and diverse worldwide audience. I know, but. I was interrupted last night and didn't get a chance to eat. No oh well. I'm I'm fine now. Ah, okay. Well, so uh, lots of great moms out there. A lot of great uh, moms who uh, set a great example for other moms. Sure. A lot of great TV moms. You know who one of my favorites is? Who? Donna Reed. Mm. Mm, Classic. A classic TV mom. Mm Mm-hmm. She's a classic something. Yeah. Kind of one of the, you know, one of the TV moms by which all other TV moms are are compared to, really. Yeah. She kind of set the standard. Quality mom right there. Caring. Loving. Yeah. Yeah, you know, back in the days when, uh, 
<laughs> Back in the days when moms were there for their kids and made dinner for them and, you know, yeah. had conversations with them. And, you know, didn't just, didn't, you know, they didn't just, you know, send them off to McDonald's and let the TV babysit them. They were nope. actually active in their kids' lives. But speaking of yeah. feeding them dinner, I remember, that's ah, probably five or so. So most of the nine kids were there in the house. Everyone got a bowl of ravioli, but but yours truly, someone got left out and forgotten. <laughs> Forty-four years ago, never forget it. <laughs> what did you get? I didn't get anything. I had to say, Mom, I was not fed. <laughs> to which yeah, she Mama. patted me on the head. She patted me on the head and said, I'm sorry, and I don't know what she made me. Probably a bowl of gruel. Maybe some cereal. Yeah, some cereal, some some hard toast. But Mother... I didn't get to partake in the Mother's Day ravioli celebration. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. That's the kind of thing you probably want to bring up with your therapist right there. That's what might have just started it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who's another uh, great uh, TV mom I'm a big fan of? That would be uh, one Gloria Pritchett on uh, Modern Family, played by Sofia Vergara. Oh, God. Oh, I'd be calling her mommy all day. <laughs> yeah, voluptuous, feisty, fun-loving Latina. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, and the fact that she speaks with such a uh, thick Colombian accent and you can't understand the damn words she says doesn't seem to bother me at all. No, it doesn't matter. No. Huh. It, it, it's you know, it's nice the kind of thing that, tone. It, it's fine. Right. You know, and there's just something not funny about it. You know, it just adds to the adds to the mystery. <laughs> She's more into body language. No, I guess she is. <laughs> <laughs> she is sending me all kinds of messages. <laughs> Shirley Partridge. Oh yeah. No. Oh. Back in her day, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> talented. Bunch of talented yep. kids. Yep. Yeah. Just uh, found a way to make it through life. Yeah. That difficult situation. With the help of Reuben Kincaid. With the help of Reuben Kincaid, who she strung along nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah. Ann. J-Man, Shirley Partridge, little-known fact, she's a very good wife. Because in real life, Shirley Jones, you know, she mm-hmm. played Mary in the Librarian, and, um, oh, God, now I forget. <laughs> One movie. But um, she would dress up. <laughs> that, that movie. She would, dress, she would dress up as a librarian for her husband. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, that's now in that. her autobiography. Yeah. 
That's that's the kind of thing that that's true the love right man. there. The Music Man. That was the that was the show. Ah, the Music Man. Okay, I was getting ready. Yeah. I was heading over to the Google machine. There you go. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she wrote about that in her autobiography. That's hot, right? Was, the, her, auto, was her autobiography titled, I Think I Love You? I don't know what it was called. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Either that or the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> <clears throat> or it was her in a very tight-fitting dress with high heels and glasses and holding a ruler saying, shh, <laughs> quiet now. You've been a bad boy. <laughs> you have the, you have those thoughts about Mrs. Langston, don't you? No, <laughs> no, she uh, she evokes a different kind of emotion. <laughs> Did she have children? Yes. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, I know. Always, always worried about them. <laughs> <laughs> Worried about most of my teachers' children, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another uh, TV mom that uh, lots of people have always uh, kind of held up on a put up on a pedestal and always loved, and I'm not so sure about, and that's Claire Huxtable. Uh, she's a little condescending. Well, you know that, and I mean, look, I mean, you know, she's, you know good person, I guess, you know, she's a lawyer and she's accomplished great things and, you know, raised the kids and everything like that, but uh, a little bit of a strict, hard-hitting type mother, you know, right. kind of kind of pushy, and uh, I think she might be the reason that, uh, that, uh, that one turned into such a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Bonet. Yeah. You were struggling with that one, weren't you? I was trying to think of the was it Sabrina? What what was her name on the damn show? <laughs> anyway. Oh, and then the other one, Sabrina LaBeouf. Now, okay, now that was she played the oldest one. She she was she fine was the, as hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was the one she had already like, you know, graduated college and moved out because you know, you can only have so many characters on the T V show. <laughs> He was just occasionally there. Theo was pretty much a loser. You know? Well, and then another thing about uh, another thing about Claire Huxtable, in real life she married Ahmad Rashad, so, well, that's a strike right there. Yeah, you gotta, you have to uh, question her judgment. Yes, you do. Got a cool sister, though. Debbie Allen is her sister. Very talented. Yeah. Great, dan- great dancer. Great dancer. Oh, yeah. Damn. Well, you know, most of those people are. So. <laughs> yeah, what? That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> and then, let's see, we've got... Uh... Well, here's another one that I never really thought Uh-oh. was that great of a mother. Elise Keaton. You know, yeah. pretty pretty average, pretty average to be honest with you. And pretty. You, know, you look crazy. at her, you know. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> uh, you know, she, you know, 
on family ties. She really she tried to push her liberal agenda on her kids, and yeah. uh, really didn't take on any of them. She really wasn't very effective at it. Uh, her two daughters were clearly underachievers. Yeah, well, one of them, one of them formed a punk band. For God's sake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, her son did go on to shake things up. Yeah. But she's really the kind, you know, Elise Keaton, she's really the kind, you know, as you're getting older, your prospects are dwindling, you're looking around. Yeah, you could do worse. You could do worse for a wife and mother of your children, but uh, don't expect too much from her. I'll tell you who was a good mother, J-Man. And that would be Mrs. Oedipus. <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe we should celebrate her in song. Oh, we always should. And it's spinning. And it's spinning. And it's spinning. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let me give it a try here. There we go. There we go. the Bible to the popular song, there's one theme that we find right along. Of all ideals they hail as good, the most sublime is motherhood. There was a man, though, who it seems once carried this ideal to extremes. He loved his mother and she loved him, and yet his story is rather grim. Heard about his art complex. His name appears in Freud's index because he loved his mother. His rivals used to say quite a bit that as a monarch he was most unfit, but still and all they had to admit that he loved his mother. Yes, he loved his mother like no other. His daughter was his sister and his son was his brother. One thing on which you can depend is... He sure knew who a boy's best friend is. When he found what he had done, he tore his eyes out one by one. A tragic end to a loyal son who loved his mother. So be sweet and kind to mother. Now and then have a chat. Buy her candy or some flowers or a brand new hat. But maybe you had better let it go at that. Or you may find yourself with a quite complex, complex end. You may end up like Oedipus. I'd rather marry a duck-billed platypus than end up like old Oedipus Rex. <clears throat> Miss not Tom many. Water. Yeah, not many people have the talent to rhyme Oedipus and duck-billed platypus. That's pretty not good, but. Not many people are going to work that one out. No, you got to be a mathematician to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're probably sitting there going, God, i got to figure out a way to, to rhyme puss. Oh, dear. This is not going to work, work <laughs> out. <laughs> I want them to play this song on TV and radio. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's a great mom, Matt? Who? Another, exa- another example of it this week, Hillary Clinton. Always. Yeah. You know, maybe not maybe not the warmest of mothers, probably, in Discussion. No. 
But, uh, you know, look, it probably it worked out. Chelsea uh, has grown up to be uh, what appears to be a uh, you know, good, well-adjusted member of society. And uh, cute, she too. just, yeah, kind of cute, uh, high-achieving. And she yeah. just got her Ph.D. this week from Oxford University in international relations. Hmm? How about that? Yeah. And uh, I, by the way, I, not to you know, we don't want to leave anybody out. I understand that you know at least one of Sarah Palin's kids is getting her GED sometime soon. So. Oh God. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so there's that. You or know, even more there, so, they're uh, they're uh, conceal and carry. Permit. <laughs> Concealed carry permit, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so they're achieving things too in life. That's good. Yep. That's right. Now I was trying to think of uh, mothers that might be less affectionate than Hillary. Really? I was trying to decide. Uh, and not, 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 you know, the obvious ones like the what Susan Smith who you know drove her kids into the lake or whatever. That's the obvious. Yeah, yeah. the chick down in Houston that you know drowned all five of her kids, and I think what she did yeah. six months in prison or something tops. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, the people who are you know probably probably all in all good moms. They just they just don't really come across as all that warm and affectionate like. Uh, Michelle Obama, <laughs> kind of, kind of got a lot of Claire Huxtable in her. Now it's not a race thing; it's you know, it's more of the, uh, you know, the, the strictness, the demanding type stuff. In mm-hmm. The, the um, probably eat your peas, eat your peas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, we are having arugula again, and you'll like it. I am right. Yeah, it's Christmas morning. Not until you clean your rooms. Let's go. You've got chores to do, kids. That's right. <laughs> and then you can have your one Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a bit a bit overbearing. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe a little worse than that. I'm thinking. I'm thinking there weren't a lot of. Hugs and cuddles from Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> you think so? I think there was. <laughs> I think they. I think that that you know you you maintained that uh, public uh, persona of uh, calm, cool, collected, uh, even in private, <laughs> at, at the Windsor House. <laughs> she kept she kept everyone at staff's length. <laughs> I think so. I think, you know, I think at bedtime, I think, you know, instead of a bedtime story or a hug, she just reminded them that uh, England expects you to do your duty. <laughs> or if she had, if they wanted a bed, bedtime story, she would send in a barrister. <laughs> yeah, one of the nannies. Yeah, probably Tell so. Tell William I love him. <laughs> uh, 
tell the Prince Charles that we have a big day tomorrow. But then, of course, you got oh, some others well, like that. Uh, is that Corky? Do I hear Corky in the background? Yes, you did hear Corky. Is she is she calling for her mommy? Oh, God. <laughs> no, God, please, no, no, no. God. She's gonna get reprimanded for this one. <laughs> Corky. Coming in and interrupting the show like that. I know. Yeah. And then later on, J-Man, I'm going to tell her. No more hangers! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. She needs beating. (laughs) Yeah. That was some... uh... Joan Crawford's uh, kids, uh, they were a little bitter. A little bitter. (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) And I'll tell the people in the chat room, if they're a little bitter about their mothers, they can always call in on the Joan Crawford hotline at (laughs) 661-244-9852. We want to hear about your mommy. We want to... Just, yeah. you know, just lay it all out there for us. You know, we're here exactly. for you. You know, can't afford therapy? Not a problem. You got Call IWS. Yep. That's right. Tell it's free and easy. Just like your host. Mm-hmm. Call us up and tell us uh, what your mommy did to you and why she hurt you, made you the way you are. <laughs> You're uh, very electronic-y there, Matt. Really? Now? Yeah. I feel, no, now no. you're good. I think you, you walked through some, some uh, interference there as you were pacing around the bagline digs. Uh-huh. Probably the wire hanger I brought out. Yeah, probably so. So, of course, you know, uh, if you're celebrating Mother's Day... And you're mm-hmm. also celebrating MILFs. Oh. And nobody oh, and nobody, nobody celebrates MILFs better than Drew Peacock. Oh, baby. Uh-huh. Let's see what Drew Peacock has going for us this week. Excellent. You're gonna want you're gonna need a shower after this one, guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, baby. Drew Peacock here for IWS Radio, celebrating the sensual side of life. Hey, there's nobody in this world who loves MILFs more than the true daddy. Oh, yeah, I practically invented the term MILF. It all started back in junior high when I was whacking it every night to some of the hottest moms in town. Oh, yeah, those were the days. 
asked me to come inside and help her with some heavy lifting that she needed done at the basement. She had some boxes and furniture to rearrange. No problem, I said. I'm a big, strong man. So once we're in the basement, I realized Mrs. Gilstone Springs wasn't wearing anything under her loose-fitting house dress. Oh, yeah, I was checking her out. Every time she bent over or moved something, her boobies were just shaking and wiggling around, and they were calling my name. They said, Drew, come and play with us. You know you want a baby. And then, when we were through, she hopped up on the pool table and told me to come over there and get a little something-something for my effort. And oh, baby, did I ever. Oh, yeah. From that day on, I have been obsessed with MILF. You know they know how to tease, and they know how to flirt, and they know what they want, baby, and they want the true daddy. Oh, yeah. All the lonely housewives out there are in need of some attention. They need someone to flirt and cuddle and snuggle with them. And they want somebody to desire them. And I desire milfs like nobody else. And then they need somebody to just pound them like the fist of an angry god. Oh, yeah. Why do you think that Drew spends so much time on social media? Oh, yeah, doing a little sweet talking, telling these bills how hot they are and how much I want them. And then next thing you know, they want me to come over and do a little dance and make a little love and get down tonight. Oh, baby, yeah. I think I'm gonna go get on Twitter and see who's feeling lonely on Mother's Day. For IWS Radio, this has been Drew Peacock exploring the sensual side of life. I am going to listen to IWS Radio and dream of Jay and Matt all night long. Huh. You know what's funny, Jay? You know what's funny? What's that? You talked about how dirty Drew Peacock was on New Year's Eve. And then he comes up with this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's he's, a little the, uh, he's the milf master. He's the milf <laughs> whisperer. <laughs> and shout out to Sweet Pea there for uh, oh, yeah. a little bumper there. <laughs> How you doing, huh, Mama? <laughs> I call her Mommy. <laughs> 
I'd call her mommy even though I'm old enough to be her daddy. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and we've reached the top of the hour with one hour to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to do a quick <clears throat> shout-out, Matt. Okay. Shout-out to Smile Mom on Twitter, who uh, has favorited and uh, retweeted our little uh, our little show thing here. Smile Mom is an app for moms to put on your mobile devices, your iPhones, your Android, your Blackberries, what have you, iPads. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a local moms community to get real-time parenting tips with other from other moms in your area. Well, that's nice. So, there you go. That's been pretty useful right there. Yeah. I bet These they give out, out tips there. like yeah, I bet they give out tips like this, J-Man. She always says, don't play ball in the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. You don't want to break that okay. base and then miss your camping trip. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. You don't want to break a glass. Something like that. Yeah, maybe you, uh, you know. Maybe you just need to find uh, other moms in the area so you can have play dates. Mm-hmm. Play dates are apparently... Am- yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> apparently play dates are important. I, I never knew this. When I was a kid, we didn't have those. No, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even get your ravioli. <laughs> the hell with getting I a play know. date. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's wrong. <laughs> I can tell it's really stuck with you over the years. Yeah, and I can't believe you're laughing. Why are you laughing? You find it funny? I find it hurtful. I do. I and find yet, it a little I'm taking, I am side. taking food out to my mom's grave when she dissed me 44 years ago. It's, it's not. I think you you have you don't have mom issues. You have mom food issues. Well, I'll tell you what, I can't eat pork chops to this day because my mom was a pretty good cook. But her pork chops, man, those things were nasty. How do you mess up pork chops? Ah, she managed to do it. <clears throat> Did she try to, you know, Probably them a swatting bit? one of the nine kids with a spatula and I got a pork chop with hair in it. That might have been it. It might have been it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get on Facebook and you can just see what it takes to be a good mom. Oh, God. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you know, you have that kid and then he posts a picture of him every single day for a year. Yeah. So, you can, so everybody can see the changes. Yeah. And then he doesn't call you or... Acknowledge it. <laughs> Eighteen years later, you won't even talk to you. <laughs> That's a good kid right there. <laughs> Boy, you're having a lot of laughs today. I like that. I like to hear you laugh. <laughs> All right. This is good stuff. <laughs> well, you know what, Jay, man? After that Drew Peacock episode <laughs> <laughs> I feel unclean 
<laughs> I bet you do. I know I do. And, and my soul needs washed. And who better to do that than Tammy Tibbles? Oh, change your life right here. Listen up, folks, and enjoy the rest of your day after this. <laughs> Take time to love with Tammy Tibbles. It's not about who's by your side through the good times, when everything is good, when times aren't tough, when there's laughter and smiles. It's about who's still by your side when times are bad, when things aren't good, when the laughter is gone and you have no reason to smile. It's about who's there to listen when you need an ear, to catch you when you feel like falling, to hold you when you need it, to keep you strong when you're weak, who stands beside you protects you, supports you, and never walks away. Anybody can be there through the good. Take a look at who's by you through the good and bad. It's about who comes into your life and never leaves, who leaves handprints on your heart. And moms always do that. To all of you mothers out there, live fiercely, love deeply, and every now and then, rock the boat just to keep them guessing. And of course, to Ma Tibbles, you are the best mom in the world, and you have made my life amazing. <laughs> that's beautiful. I feel it really is. Now. Yeah, that's pretty uplifting right there. Yeah. We're back on track. Oh, yeah. Or something. Check this out, Matt. Oh, it has nothing to do with Mother's Day or anything. I just saw this story this morning. It's kind of a breaking news thing. Hold on, let me. Uh oh. The Springfield, Missouri police shot a mentally disabled panhandler yesterday out front of the Walmart on Sunshine on the west side of town. Today, the panhandler's fiance says that he was the most gentle man ever and never hurt anyone, and she has no idea why they would shoot him like that. No. And I'm looking at that, and I think, even a mentally disabled panhandler can find a fiance. the hell's wrong with me, <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Boy, you need a mommy, don't you? you <laughs> maybe it's... Maybe. Maybe maybe it's mommy's fault. <laughs> See, we don't need that kind of talk. This is a happy day, Jimmy. Oh, probably not. You're right. You're right. We'll we'll save that for another day. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Jay, man. We could always hook you up with Miss Alicious, but you only see her at twelve forty-five a.m. <laughs> Well, that might be okay because I really only need about 15 minutes. <laughs> I only need about two. What? Yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm far more into the foreplay than you are, though. <laughs> well, you are a cuddler. And and the cuddling and the post-event uh, cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Yeah. Besides, it's not it's not her. We all know that, you know, that I take after my dad. This is why I'm uh, distant and emotionally unavailable, right? <laughs> I was hoping that. I mean, I knew that would come up. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, these kind of things that happen when the phone lines are open and nobody's calling in. And they should, and they should call in at six six one two four four nine eight five two. And really, you know, start, just tell us about and start crapping either. not only on your mom but on your dad too. <laughs> just crap on your yeah, parents. Call the crap or on you your parents <laughs> hotline. And you know what? If you're if you're married and your wife is a shitty mom, let us know. <laughs> well, or do you think you're a shitty mom? Second, if I made a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> or if you think you're a shitty mom, you know, give us a call. It's okay. This is a judgment-free zone. We're here for you. We're here to support oh, you. Oh yeah. <sighs> See, Jamie's still out there. Oh, you know that. Canada has moms too. Did you know that? I've heard that. I heard I went, they're well, subsidized I got the... though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I heard the government pays them off. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked it up last night on, on Google. I said, do, you know, does Canada have moms? And uh, it turns out there's a a few fairly well known uh, moms out there. Sarah McLaughlin is oh. a Canada mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fan. God, you mentioned the guilt trip she puts on her kids. I know, but still being <laughs> breastfed while she's singing. Oh, man, that's the life right there. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's not so bad. Oh. You know, if you don't I would want to be. Really... I would want to be six months old forever. Yeah. <laughs> Just just lying there thinking, I want these days to never end, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, if you don't breastfeed, you're a horrible mom and you hate your kids. Oh, I've heard that. You're putting them at risk or something. Yeah. And it, especially if you don't breastfeed sitting at a table at Pizza Hut in front of everybody else. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare say anything to them when they... When they're doing that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, if you're sitting there breastfeeding at a Denny's restaurant, well, you're probably not the kid's mother, but you're just breastfeeding anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> probably so. Come here, kid. You hungry? Step on up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the bar's open. <laughs> the <tap> is blowing. <laughs> They don't call it a titty bar for nothing. What? <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> <laughs> yep. A couple other Canadian moms. You know, Margaret Atwood is Canadian. Who? Yeah. Margaret Atwood, author, feminist, mother bitch. <laughs> I don't know her. Well, you I was going to feign that I did, but sometimes when I feign that I do, I've heard the name, but <laughs> this time I, uh, you know, I, I'm, pretty famous. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, 
pretty famous. Alice Murrow, Nobel Prize winning author. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit overrated, but still, you know, not so bad. Pierre Trudeau's he, wife. Man, I've yeah. been doing uh-huh. Cool. You know it. Yeah, she's French, so you know she's hot. Yeah. From the French-speaking parts of Canada. And you got your old so what uh, that, You got that. Uh, so what that she had hairy armpits, she was still hot. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, so does Selene Woodley. So, you know, it works yeah. out. People still seem to like her. And, of course, there's Haley Wickenheiser. I'm sure Jamie knows who Hayden Wickenheiser is. She's uh, one of the most highly decorated female hockey players in the history of the world. Really? Of course, she's a Canadian, eh? And I just like saying Wickenheiser. Of course. So so Canada's got models all over the place. Speaking of Canadians, can you imagine... If you were Celine Dion's kid? No. Oh, man. Now, see, there's the opposite of Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Sucking, sucking on that boob and listening to, her just listening to her sing forever. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. You know, they never, they didn't have to add, they didn't have to add any reverb to her singing. <laughs> it was already there. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, whisper in the morning. You know, once you do that and it'd be, you know, shaking, I bet the milk is just like pumping out of there. <laughs> oh, God. Probably so. Probably. <laughs> God, you can't go, you know, if you ever break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you can't go talk to her because she'll just sing, the heart will go on to you. I know. And who wants that? <laughs> so what you're standing there going, what does that mean? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. One of the greatest what? TV shows in the history of the world was all mm-hmm. about moms and relationships with moms, grandmas, stuff like that. The Gilmore Girls, the WB Classic, one of the... Oh, classic. Just an unbelievable show. I loved every second of it, other than maybe the finale, but that's okay. Well, I tell you what, turns out Joshua, who, by the way, is so excited that Clay Aiken appears to have won his uh, primary, or apparently won it, or is hanging on. Anyway, uh, Joshua... And a big Michael Sam fan, too. And and a big Michael Sam fan. We're going to get into that here in a little bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> Whether you want us to or not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Joshua did a review for us this week of the Gilmore Girls, which you can get on DVD. And uh, you should check it out. All right.
Hey, Joshua here for IWS Radio Hollywood Report. This week, in honor of Mother's Day, I'm doing something a little different. Instead of reviewing a movie about mothers, I'm going to review one of J-Man's favorite TV shows of all time, which happens to be about mothers, The Gilmore Girls. And let me tell you, J-Man has great taste in TV shows. Mm -hmm. So, The Gilmore Girls, the premise here is that you have a single mother, Lorelai Gilmore, played by Lauren Graham, and her daughter, also named Lorelai, but prefers to go by Rory. They explain somewhere during the show why it is, and I don't remember where. Anyway, Rory's played by Alexis Bledel, who, it turns out, as she became an adult, we realized has no acting skills at all, really. So sad. So in the pilot, Gilmore Girls tells us that Lorelai became pregnant with Rory at age 16, chose not to marry the father, Christopher, who is a dick. Instead, she leaves her very wealthy parents disappointed in Hartford, Connecticut for Stars Hollow and has had only irregular contact with, with them until Rory, who is about to turn 16, has been accepted to the Chilton Preparatory School in order to pursue her dream of studying at Harvard. Lorelai, unable to afford Chilton's tuition, strikes a bargain with Mom and Dad for a loan to cover the tuition in exchange for an agreement that every Friday night she and Rory will join Emily and Richard for dinner at the Gilmore Estate. Tensions between Lorelai and her parents are central to the series and the close relationship Rory develops with the grandparents serves to underscore the choices Lorelai made at Rory's age to leave that privileged world behind and follow her own path. Which path Rory chooses and whether she re-enters that world is similarly explored. Throughout the show, Lorelai runs into a series of loser boyfriends who don't work out for one reason or another, usually her, while good old Luke, a perfectly fine, responsible, hard-working owner of Luke's Diner, sits on the sidelines with everyone watching the show saying, for God's sakes, Lorelai, just marry Luke. Mm. They do get together at one point, but shockingly, Lorelai screws it all up and hurts Luke, and man, I wanted to slap her. Although Luke and Lorelai basically reconcile in the show's finale, which honestly sucked. Not the reconciliation, but the, the finale itself. Ah, just pisses me off. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Still a wonderful show. Rory, on the other hand, starts out with first ever boyfriend, played by Jared Padalecki and his muscles. Woo. This is the boy Rory loses her virginity to, although Dean is married at the time and it's a huge mess, but she did enjoy it, so that's fine. And then, of course, there was rich boy Logan, who Rory meets at Yale, and I hated him so much. God, hate, hate, hate. I'm using the word hate here, people. Anyway, Gilmore Girls was lauded for its distinct dialogue-infused style by creator Amy Sherman Palladino, the strength of the dynamic familial themes, and the performance of its cast, primarily leading star Lauren Graham, who you can see on Parenthood on NBC now. It was truly one of the most unique shows ever on TV, and the very fast, intelligent, funny dialogue filled with great pop cultural references has been copied poorly by other shows and movies since. If you're looking for a great show that everyone, men, women, straight, gay, bi, trans, young, middle-aged, 
Oh, the whatever can enjoy together or alone. You just can't go wrong with the Gilmore Girls. I highly recommend buying the CD or watching it on Amazon Prime or doing what I do, stream it illegally online. For the Hollywood Report, this has been Joshua. Stay fabulous. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! I think you should, uh, you should watch Gilmore Girls, Matt. Be good for you. You think I should? Really? Oh yeah, I think you'd, I think you'd enjoy it. I think you'd, uh, I think you would enjoy Lorelai Gilmore as much as I did. I like Charmed. Oh, well, yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I watched that with the sound muted. <laughs> Quality entertainment right there, Charmed. Uh-huh. And thanks to... Uh, the lovely and talented, my BFF, Miss Warrior oh, Cat, oh, yes. for, for not only that bumper, but for the uh, for helping us out on this show intro, where she uh, lines oh, everybody yeah. out and reminds everybody to be quiet. Greatness is about to happen. <laughs> exactly, and it always does. Yeah, yeah. Remind everybody to be quiet. Get into place because the number two comedy show in BTR is about the <laughs> number two again. Yeah, well, and yeah, there's something going on there, and it's yeah. nefarious. <laughs> and it is nefarious. And uh, we want to thank BTR for not featuring us again. It's great. Yeah, it's been like four, what, four weeks now? Yeah. Been a month. Something like that. But really, it's, you know. Hey, look, BTR doesn't support moms. It's okay. It's okay. Some people don't. That's all right. They hate moms. Yeah. They don't support motherhood. Maybe no. they're uh, maybe they're part of the uh, the war on women. I don't know. I don't know. Probably so. Yeah, that, probably. But we, you know, not really making accusations here. I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. Yeah. Seeing if something sticks. You know who does love women and mothers specifically, J-Man? Who? Paul Pyatt. Of course he does. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life that is IWS Radio. Renowned poet... And IWS Literary Editor, Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the sullied boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a poem by IWS Radio's very own Matman. From his forthcoming book, Isosceles Trapezoids, here is 
19 years <laughs> of deliverance. Mary Ann married Jack, and so her road began. 11 months later, she gave birth to Anne. Being devout Catholics and no birth control pills, shortly thereafter, out popped Anne's brother Phil. Mary Ann then rested, but not for very long. For in the third year of wedlock, along came her second son, John. In 51 came Denny with his journalistic sense. In 53, she birthed the mullet man, a rambunctious boy named Vince. Vince was followed by Steve and his ginormous head. Then came daughter two, Eileen, and their home was filled with dread. Perhaps that was it. Perhaps they could all now have a party. And in 61, they had their shindig in the form of Party Marty. A modest woman of modest means. Her husband and children were her riches. But in 65, she at long last struck gold and named him Matt Man, bitches. Nineteen years of deliverance by Matt Man. And for now, as I travel the road less traveled, You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. <laughs> it's nice when you have a slow day at the beer mine, J-Man. <laughs> That's <laughs> <sandy>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best Paul Pyatt ever right there. <laughs> That's what Stroop said. And thanks, Mom. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> well, I wonder if... Uh, Anybody uh, still uh, out there looking? Yes, people out there, you know, you get up Sunday morning and you got the family, you got to go to church and all that. Now you're heading over to mom's, but haven't picked anything up for mom for Mother's Day. Oh. That could be a problem. You got to pick up some flowers or something? I would think. Something like that. Have to go Wonder to a... Nurse. Any nursery oh, nursery action? Oh, sure. Yeah, something like that. Back to, he's got more than a nursery, J-Man. Yeah. Happy spring, folks. Bill Nightshade here, owner of Sweet Williams Garden Center and Daycare. Do you need a full-care nursery <laughs> that offers the largest selection of flowers, trees, and vegetable plants in the area, as well as a fully licensed daycare facility? Well, look no further than Sweet Williams Garden Center and Daycare. 
in addition to offering you an unsurpassed selection of plants and landscaping materials, we also offer a loving and educational daycare program for children 4 through 12 years of age. That's right. Here at Sweet Williams, we not only grow flowers, shrubs, and trees, we help raise children who will become pillars of perennial good character. You could just drop your child off with our daycare staff while you are browsing our fine selection of annuals and shrubs, or you can enroll your blossoming sweet pea into our full-time daycare program. Our program provides a structured day where your child will learn how to water flowers, prune shrubs, work the fields, and apply effective yet safe pesticides to our unmatched selection <laughs> of flora and fauna. And best of all, they will do this in fields free of Mexicans and itinerant workers. We even offer a 24-7 daycare program that provides all of that plus three squares a day and sleeping quarters in our well-ventilated greenhouses. So come on down to Sweet Williams Garden Center and daycare where not only will that seedling that you buy from us become a mighty oak, the adorable seedling that you leave with us will as well. That's Sweet Williams Garden Center and daycare located on Route 4 next to the Red Brick Tavern. You're listening to the number one comedy show on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure to check out our website at iwsradio.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash iwsradio. There you go. Guess I got to change that number one bumper though, don't I, Jamie? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe I just willed it. Well, yeah. Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe we can just remain number one of the non-cheating bastard show. <laughs> no shit. Because <laughs> something's up. Something's up there. <laughs> There's no way you can do a show one day and it's number one the next. There's just something going on. Right. Especially when it's bad. <laughs> right. He's he's blowing somebody. <laughs> 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 you and I he's keep it real just honest and real that's right he's paying someone off speaking of blowing somebody <laughs> the NFL draft was this weekend yes it was <laughs> a lot of excitement a lot of excitement and uh, started out Thursday night Johnny Football Oh, boy. Johnny Mansell fell all yeah. the way to the number 22 pick, where he yeah. was taken by the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> where Which, decent uh, players go to die. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is where previous first-round picks have uh, not always worked out well. You Brady know. Quinn comes to mind. <laughs> Brady Quinn and... Brandon Whedon, Tim Couch. (laughs) Oh, God, I forgot about Tim Couch. Oh, yeah. Can't can't forget about Tim Couch, can we? (laughs) Oh, God, he was awful. He may have been. Uh I think he was worse than Brady Quinn. 
Oh, yeah, it way worse. Way worse. And it, it never made any sense at all. All I had to do was watch him play once or twice in college, and you go, what, what's the big deal here? <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, I think it's, uh, it's pretty funny that the uh, the most flamboyant, uh, <laughs> full of swag player in the draft uh, is going to go play for a team that wears plain brown jerseys and has a <laughs> plain orange helmet with a brown stripe uh-huh. on it. <laughs> <laughs> That really has no mascot. Right. has no real mascot and uh, may not have any cheerleaders. I don't know. I haven't looked. And, uh, you know, we'll be playing in a drab, gray, beige city (laughs) through the winter time. (laughs) That is no longer the largest city in Ohio. Exactly. And, And, boy, they're miffed about that. I bet Boy, they, they got attitude. They got attitudes up there in Cleveland. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh boy. Yeah. Probably pretty similar hey, I'm to the sorry, the Michael Stanley band was so 1980. <laughs> Probably similar to the same uh, attitude that folks in Dallas have. If you uh, if you look it up, you see that San Antonio actually is uh, larger than Dallas now, but. Uh, Oh, but Dallas says, no, oh, no, 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 no. We're the Metroplex. You have to count. We're everybody. the Metroplex. <laughs> you have to count everybody. No, no, you don't have to. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, four Arkansas players drafted, Matt. I know. That? Yeah. Chris Smith, Travis Swanson, Kiro Small, and Zach Hawker, the kicker, went to Washington oh, really? in the seventh round. Yeah, and in fact, I'm pretty sure that what happened was there was only like about six or seven picks left, and mm-hmm. uh, they had already packed everything up in the draft room. And one of the interns, real quick, called uh, Daniel Snyder and said, Mr. Snyder, we have another pick. We have another pick. What do we do? And he said, I'll just look on Mel Kuyper's board and see the top-rated kicker. <laughs> Take him. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so there we go. Congrats to uh, to the Hawkster. <laughs> and who were those people were... again? Zach Hawker. Mm-hmm. Kiro Small to Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Travis Swanson to Detroit. Oh. Okay. And Chris Smith, fifth round pick for Jacksonville. I'm sorry, Chris. Okay. Hate <laughs> that it worked out for you. That would then again you could play, you know, with Blake Bordelais now. Hey, yes, that's what I called him, too. That's very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't understand why he doesn't insist on being called that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, I think there were what, six or eight Notre Dame players. I can't remember. Six or eight. I can't remember how many it was. Yeah, I Notre Dame had a, good, had a good draft. Yeah, hmm. and uh, zero University of Texas players taken. I saw that. For the first time since nineteen thirty seven? Yeah. 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 Tough times down there in Austin. Well I'll tell you what, J Man. Funny you mentioned the draft because our slider ballscock was all over it. I bet he was. 
And as soon as I find it, I'll play it for you. <laughs> Hi, sports fans. Slider Ball Scott here, tapping the keg of the NFL draft and drinking it all down for you. The 2014 draft teed off as expected with the Texas Houstons selecting defensive end Jadson Cloudy as the number one overall pick. This muscle-bound and mobile Gamecock will certainly add some thrust to an otherwise flaccid Houston's defense. As the first round continued, many were wondering where former Heisman-winning quarterback Johnny Football would land. Well, the suspense was over when Johnny Manuel fell as far as one can by landing in Cleveland. Just prior to the selection of Manuel, a certain free safety was laughing all the way to the bank when the Packers chose Ha Ha Clinton Dix. It's a shame that Ha Ha isn't some type of left outside lineman because that would make Ha Ha an LOL. In Chicago, the monsters of the fairway will be looking to find the biggest football helmet ever made as in round two, the Bears drafted defensive tackle Ego Ferguson. There was a story of redemption and comeback in this year's draft, as in round five, the Washington Redskins selected retired 31-year-old former Notre Dame standout and Packers running back Ryan Grant as a wide receiver, no less. In the seventh round, the defending Super Bowl champions, the Seattle Seahawks, looking for backfield help, found a big, big fullback in the form of Fierro Small. Of course, the feel-good story of the draft was when Michelle Sam was drafted, iconically enough, by the St. Louis Rams. Slamming Michelle Sam of the St. Louis Rams will be slamming and ramming his way through big, sweaty offensive linemen every chance he gets. Here's to the NFL Draft and the up-and-coming 2014 NFL football season. And to all the ladies who at some point in their life were drafted into pregnancy, I wish you all a happy Mother's Day. For IWS Radio, this is Slider Ballscock thinking about Michelle Sam and heading for the showers. But for more great radio with Jay and Matt, and you stay right there. This is Mackenzie Phillips. And when I'm not busy doing heroin and researching my family tree on Incestory.com, I'm listening to I'm With Stupid on Blog Talk Radio. Who's your daddy? Breaking it yeah. all down for you. Yeah, you're not going to get that kind of analysis anywhere else, folks. No, you're not. <laughs> and as Wasn't you mentioned, that Bureau small guy from Albert or uh, um, Arkansas. Kiro Small, yeah. Yeah, Fierro. No, Slider yeah. said it's Fierro. Dude. <laughs> Pontiac Fierro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it wrong. He's got it right. All right. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's uh, but uh, yeah, and as uh, Jesse Ferg mentions, uh, 
Ha-Ha's mom might not have liked him very much. The thing about it is, though, as, as silly Jesse, as that well, name is, okay. as, as silly as that name is, there's nothing you can do about it because you can't say anything to him. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, he's going to market that to a million dollars. Oh, yeah, easy, at least. Yeah. And, of course, as he also mentioned, uh, Michael Sam becomes mm-hmm. the first openly gay player to be drafted in the mm-hmm. NFL. University of uh, Missouri. And it's kind of funny Missouri. to watch. I turned it up. I, yeah, I turned it over. Uh, it was uh, midway through the seventh I bet round. You of did. Spell, and I just got the curiosity got the best of me. And I wanted to see if he was going to get drafted. And uh, throughout the seventh round, teams were drafting kickers. They were drafting guys <laughs> from Mer- Marist College, Saginaw yeah. State. I mean, they were doing everything they could to avoid Michael Sam, right? And finally, St. Louis, uh, uh, St. Louis drafted him, and he knew it was coming because all the ESPN guys are all like, you know, okay, uh, oh, hey, 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 got a draft pick, hey, hey, telling Trey Wingo to hush up, you know, and the uh, dude was coming out there on the stage to make the Talk announcement. Talk about a so, you know, gay was, name. There's a yeah, gay name right there. Oh, no kidding. Uh huh. <laughs> Trey Wingo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he. Uh, so they make the announcement, and uh, and everybody in the room stands. They're all standing and applauding. Look at us. We're all so tolerant and enlightened and everything. We're mm-hmm. so proud of our uh, Michael and everything. Then they, then they show the video of him at home, and he's standing there next to a very pretty white boy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he's on the phone, and he's breaking down. It's such an emotional moment, and... Uh, and everybody's just, you know, the tears are flowing. And then all of a sudden, Sam hangs up the phone. He turns to pretty white boy and... Bam! He lays a big old kiss on him right there uh-huh. on TV. And all of a sudden, all of those people who were applauding and cheering and so enlightened and tolerant were saying... No! God, please, No! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> we like it in yeah. theory We just don't want to see it in practice <laughs> <laughs> Yeah See, the, you know, a moment like that That's a tolerance check right there uh-huh. <laughs> You think you think you're You think you're fine with it You think you're fine with <laughs> them <laughs> You know, you certainly have never had a problem With, say, Ellen Page and Drew Barrymore kissing That didn't, uh, didn't phase you <laughs> Exactly so you thought you could probably deal with that. And I don't know how many. I mean, you think about it. If you're watching the NFL draft, <laughs> I'm guessing that that might be the first time you've seen two men kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people didn't like the way it made them feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know those guys who, you know, they go to a movie with a, with a friend, with another guy. <laughs> Uh-huh. They always leave the the seat open between them. You know that's the we're not gay <laughs> seat. Right there. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, I was already thinking that I was a little concerned about you know the NFL draft is continuing this trend of men crying in public, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's uh, begun a trend of men kissing in public. <laughs> 
which uh, yeah, yeah. which like you know, look, I I mean, you know, I know, it, you know, whatever, it's his life, it's, you know, I, you know, I don't have a problem with that so much. It, it, James Carville did point out that it is kind of the ick factor. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, pe- people were posting the screen grab, and I've made it into a banner, and I might throw it up on Facebook this afternoon. <laughs> see, how people, see what people say. But uh, oh, I'm happy for uh, Michael Sam. I hope he does well there in St. Yeah, Louis. I hope he speeds up. Hope that boy is slow. Yeah, he is a little slow. He's going to have to uh, pick up the pace a bit. Yeah. <laughs> If he could grow about two and a half inches. He ran a 5.09. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if he could grow about two and a half inches and put on 35 pounds, it would help him, too. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, eh, you know. I know, so the ESPN hasn't, uh, they've shown the video of the, uh, of him, uh, you know, taking the phone call and stuff, but they, they kind of cut it off now (laughs) before the kids. (laughs) You know what it's Maybe time for, J-Man? What's it time for? It's time to call the beer mine. Okay. And wish the newest employee who has no idea that this is coming a happy Mother's Day. Beth? Yeah. Hey, it's Matt. Hey, how you call me from New York City? Because you're on the radio, and we wanted oh, to wish hola. you a happy... <laughs> That's it, man. We wanted <laughs> to wish you a happy Mother's Day. Oh, well, thank you. How's your day going? Pretty good. Okay. You get busy. You would think that one of the guys down there would have offered to work for you on Mother's Day. I know, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, we could have swapped out. I would have worked on Father's Day for you. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Exactly. Oh, no, wait, that ain't going to work. That's on Sunday, too, huh? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. My son hates me. <laughs> well, that's not nice. Okay, so guys, well, I got three cars. Okay. Huh? okay. You go get them. Go get them, right, Tiger. <laughs> All right, thank you. Bye. That was great. <laughs> All right. Well, she's more pleasant than Bill. <laughs> well, Bill can't hear. <laughs> Bill's a very nice guy. He just yeah, he never heard what we guy. were saying. <laughs> what his fault? <laughs> well, I tell you what. You know who? Uh, you know who else is uh, covered in football glory? Who's that? Oh God! I was going to bring this up. Bobby Kraft. I think I've heard about this. You were talking about yeah. that in the office the other day. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got football greatness to talk about. I never Back saw he, that coming from him. No, oh no, people. He, he's full of all kinds of surprises. So, uh, <laughs> take it away, Bobby. Hey everybody, Bobby Kraft here for Mild Cheddar on IWS Radio. 
I'll let you guys in on a little secret. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a professional football player. Oh, yeah, it's true. I figured that, you know, even if I wasn't good enough to quite make the NFL, I would be okay to play in the Canadian Football League if I had to. There's no shame in their game up there, y'all. They play hard and fast. I reckon you got to in all that cold weather, though. I don't really know what position I I was going to play. I mean, I knew I wouldn't play quarterback, because I always struggled with that 18-yard deep comeback route on the sideline. You got to be able to really zing that baby in there, and my throws had a slight, whimsical wobble to them. Running back was out, because, you know, I'm really not all that fast. Oh, I'm not the slowest white boy you'll ever see. That was Wesley Manning. Good grief, that boy was just so darn slow. He'd run hard as he possibly could. He had them arms and knees just a-pumping, and his face would turn red, but he wasn't getting nowhere. It's funny, really. Of course, there was a chance I could be a fullback. You know, I could be the lead back, throwing the big block that would spring Tony Dorsett down the sideline, and occasionally, just to keep the defense honest, I'd get the quick handoff right up the middle. And, don't forget... I would be available as the hot receiver any time the defense blitzed. That seemed like a real possibility to me, maybe. Maybe a wide receiver, not the flashy deep threat guy, but that good, solid possession receiver that every team needs. You know the guy who makes the tough catches in traffic when they need a big first down? I could do that. None of the defensive positions all really appealed to me, though. Oh, sure, it'd be fun to be a linebacker and, you know, drop the running back in the backfield, or get the big sack late in the game. Playing linebacker in the NFL brings a guy a lot of glory. But I'm not a glory guy. I'm just a regular old 10 or 12 solid years of getting the job done, week in, week out kind of guy, who's a great competitor and sneaky fast. The only problem with my plan was that I just hated playing football. The first time I got hit, it really hurt. And the coaches kept yelling at me all the time. They'd be yelling at me to hustle. And then they'd yell at me to get up. And then they'd yell at me to stop crying. And it got old fast. <laughs> there was one guy played on another team called me a pussy. Can't really remember his name because he got sent off to reform school before we all went to junior high. Anyway, one day we was having a big old scrimmage against them. And we were doing tackling drills. And I just blew him up. Biggest hit of the season. Everybody was yelling and jumping up and down. I was so proud of myself that I quit the next day. I mean, there was nothing left to accomplish. <laughs> Any hoodle, my dream of playing pro football pretty much ended right then and there. I never played anything other than Nerf or flag football again. You know what? Someday i got to tell you guys about my big-time intramural flag football playing days in college. It was another shining moment. For IWS Radio, this has been Bobby Kraft. As always, bring in the cheese. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. Yep. Hmm. He's the man. Big time, big time, uh, Pee-wee football player yeah. in a scrimmage. You know, it's funny. You work with someone all these years, and I didn't know that no. about old Bobby. Uh, no. Apparently, uh, 
His glory days came early. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to the club. <laughs> I got a lot of little league trophies in my trunk that I picked up at the house a few years ago, and they're still sitting in there, all broken and rusted. Yeah. Yeah, I was done by the time I was 13. Yeah, I got got a couple of golf trophies somewhere. Yeah. yeah. All of them, they're gone. I had a trophy from the uh, father-son tournament, first place, with my old man. Mm-hmm. He had it down there at his office, you know, showing it off to everybody. Tend to be a great father. <laughs> I was going to ask you if he just had it made. <laughs> no, I, I, I never got it back. I never got it after he died. I never. Uh, <laughs> God. My step, my stepmother probably threw it in the, in the fire, at the house. <laughs> the oh, I can't wait till Father's Day, Jay Man. That's going to be a great show. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny after all these years how it just starts to come flowing out of you. <laughs> but the J Mom but the but the J Mom's a great mom. Great mom. So J Mom's awesome. Shout, shout out to the J Mom. Oh hell yes. She she's she's better than your mom, everybody out there. Well, she's better than my mom because she's breathing. (laughs) No, she's wonderful. And she does does stuff for IWS radio. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. She's cooperative. Yeah, she records things. And even though she doesn't want to, and then we can't get people, you know, our own parenthetical friends to call in or no, no. no, no, they're all they're all too busy for us. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. Yeah. But J Mom is always there when needed. Yeah, unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. So. Another epic show, Matt. Five oh. and a half minutes to go. Those five yep. lines, phone, phone lines are still open if anybody wants to sneak in a happy Mother's Day. Yeah, just say hi. Just call in and hang up, 661-244-9852. And another awesome intro by the one and only Miss Maple Leaf, mm-hmm. Jamie. Oh, Jamie Maple Leaf, how you doing? Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, gonna throw and her a curveball this week. I'm gonna throw her a curveball this week, J Man. Oh, you are, are you? Yeah, she's gonna write the intro for me this week. She'll probably knock it out of the park. You know she will. Mhm. Just like Andre Dawson playing for the Expos. That's right. Or Joe Carter playing for the Blue Jays. Someone uh-huh. hang a hang a ball and he'll deposit it in the left field seats. There you go. 
I hadn't told her that yet, but now she knows. So <laughs> now she knows. <laughs> <laughs> get busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And shout out to all those moms out there who resisted the urge to become mommy bloggers. Oh, God. Yeah, we didn't get and, into that. And, and further and shout out to the moms. And no one should. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, and also shout out to the moms out there who, as soon as they have that kid, they don't go and get that pixie cut so they look like little boys. <laughs> <laughs> the little the mom haircut. I just don't have time to fix my hair. I'm a mummy now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. Not necessary. Not necessary. Well, I'll tell you what, J-Man. It was an awesome show, and the end song, it's something that applies to a lot of moms, but especially my mom. It always tugs at my heartstrings because it makes me think of my mom in the only way that I can. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) You know what's coming. sing that song growing up then I just feel sorry for you damn right 
I didn't sing it so much back music. then. I sing it every day now. But that's I okay. know you do. Right. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right. Well, happy Mother's Day to you, J-Man. Happy Mother's Day to you and to oh, Schmoopalicious <laughs> and everyone out there, all your mommies out there and people who uh, are married to mommies and have mommies. <laughs> Wish you had a mommy. <laughs> and want to find a mommy. <laughs> Looking for a mommy. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll be back next week with God knows what. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Talk to you later, J-Man. Talk to you later. Thanks, for everyone, for listening. And thanks, Jamie. Bye. Bye.